Hello, 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 everyone. It's Vita Realist. I'm back. I know it's been a while. It's been over a month since I last recorded. But, you know, life, keeping it real, life, you know, juggling two jobs, uh, just trying to get back to me, trying to become stress-free and figure out, you know, prioritize the important things in life including myself and my well-being so i've finally gotten some time and made some adult decisions and you know just hoping for the best preparing for the worst just living taking it day by day um this episode is really going to be more so about just um life in general, um, your childhood, your upbringing, your family, how it affected you then and now, uh, some things you would like to change or you want people to see or things that you're dealing with that people don't know about. Um, for me, as I'll say it time and time again, I'm a loner. And uh, it, it has a lot to do with the way I was brought up. Crazy enough, I have plenty of family. I am the middle child of, well, I guess you say I'm one of the middle children of four. Um, I'm the youngest girl. And then I have a little brother. So growing up in that dynamic in my family, from my perspective, I'll put it this way, because I'm sure people have their own views on this, but from my perspective, being the baby girl, when I was very young, it was Gucci, it was, it was everything, because... I feel like ever since I was really young, I've always been extremely observant. I pick up on cues and things that people like, people don't like, things I get away with and whatnot. So, I mean, I learned very young that, you know, little things. Uh, if my, anytime my parents left the house, I'm trying to go because I knew I would get something. You know, I'm going to get something. Um... I knew when I get back home, to get back home, if I was sleep on the way home, even if I wake up when I get home, play sleep, they gonna pick me up and carry me in the house. I ain't gotta walk. <laughs> so it's, it's little stuff. Um, since I was the last girl, I don't know. Me and my dad, me and my dad had a really, 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 really special bond. Like I was such a tomboy growing up. Because of my dad. I was always with my dad. I'm always, I mean, everywhere he was going, I was going. We fishing. We, he had chickens in the yard. We cutting grass. We out there killing steaks. Like, all that crap. Like, everything he was doing, I was doing. Then my little brother came. 
and I was hurt. It was different because by then I was like six, seven years old. But I was hyped because my sisters were older than me. So they always telling me what to do. And, you know, bossing me around or they want me around when they were doing something fun. So I get a little brother. Cool. We lit. Then I noticed the older he got, it was kind of like, okay. Him and my dad would do more stuff. And it's like, I would get it. Or he would get more attention. Or a lot of stuff that I wanted growing up, he would get. And I'm like, what the hell? So, I mean, for the most part, he was pretty good with sharing some good stuff he could share. You know? Me and my brother always been close. We have our little tips, but it's whatever um but yeah i was always in the middle i was too young for the older kids too old for the younger kids and the only people in my family that were around my age were the guys so i'm hanging with the boys i was a straight tomboy i'm with the hood so I'm so I carried myself that way throughout life. Um, let's see, I got pregnant when I was 15. Of course, that came out of left field for everybody. I mean, they knew I had little guys that be following me around or whatever, but sis wasn't even in the picture. Um, <clears throat> then, fast forward to about uh-huh. About 25, that's when I had my first lesbian relationship. Not my first lesbian experience, but my first lesbian relationship. And um, they didn't understand that. Even though half the time I walked around in basketball shorts, so I walked around and sweats and big baggy clothes and whatnot but again i was i always called myself a tomboy or once i started learning labels hell i'm a no label because i dress how i feel one day you're gonna see me in some tights or dress or some heels or something mind you when i was a kid my mother used to have to literally chase me around to put me in a skirt then the next day, you might see me in some damn basketball shorts and J's or some fucking sweatpants and whatever. So, you know. So. That kind of whatever, I guess it kind of came out of left field for them. It really struck a chord with my dad. And yeah, yeah, we fell out for a little second. It didn't last long, and it wasn't even exactly falling out. I knew he was upset. He wasn't really talking to me, and everybody know me and my dad was always talking. Something, doing something. He calling me for something, anything, whatever. He gonna call me before he call his son. 
we're going to put pick back up on that later because his wife is doing the same thing. My mother. That's, that's, yes, that's my mother. I just say his wife. That's how I refer to my family. Um, <clears throat> so once I actually sat down and had a talk with him, I had to kind of let him know what it was and how he kind of actually influenced this part of my life. Growing up, child, my dad had an extensive um, porn collection. <laughs> I was always that nosy, curious kid. I found shit. And I always found some shit. Mind you, I was a, I'm an 80s baby, late 80s, you know, so 90s, back in the 90s. They still had magazines, uh, uh, cassette tapes, um, but the magazines is what it was. Really? Really? Magazines? I said cassette tapes, videotapes. Y'all know what the hell VHS is. I don't even know what the fuck the H is. I don't even know what them letters stand for. Anywho, well, that's when I first started seeing a woman's full figure body and what it is. I started seeing sets and I started seeing men's body. And mind you, I wasn't, but shit, I was extremely young. Six, seven, eight. I know I wasn't 10. I wasn't even 10. I wasn't even 10. So, that influenced a lot. Well, people still like to ask me. I don't I don't get offended. I just answer the fucking question. I'm like, are you a lesbian or are you bi? I mean, I guess you could say I'm bi. Yes, I do have intercourse with men. And honestly, it's because y'all are easy. Because y'all always want to freak on somebody. But women, women make you work for it. And, and I definitely wouldn't mind doing it with a man. But you actually got to meet a man who's not so about sex all the time. I need to know what's going on in your mind. What's your, what's your intellect looking like? What's your future? Do you have plans? Do you have goals? Do you have ambitions? Do you want more? Do you see yourself doing the same shit in the next three years? Fuck five. Like, like, what's what's the plan? I've never seen myself just being here doing this. I've always seen much bigger than that. I'm like, I'm I'm bigger than Alabama. I'm bigger than just working every fucking day, you know? Maybe that's the Leo in me. I don't know. But even when it comes to that, I'm not a typical Leo. Everybody think we're so self-centered and all that shit. I love me, but I'm insecure as fuck at the same time, too. It's, it's, it's fuck a zodiac sign. It's everything. Life molds you into the person that you are. You either roll with the punches 
you gonna be the fucking punching bag. So you gotta learn to bob and weave. Muhammad Ali float like a butterfly, sting like a Z. You feel me? Like for real. So it's just been a lot. It's been a lot. So me coming into I say all that to say because these last few years I've been coming into my more feminine side or trying to. But when you've been around certain people for so long and they treat you a certain way for so long, they get so accustomed to it that they can't see the changes that you're trying to make. Honestly, my dad could never see that. I was always his tomboy. He didn't like the fact that I was a lesbian or bisexual, but I was always his tomboy. He either liked when I get dressed, he'll tell me I look nice, or he gonna complain because the clothes too small or too tight. But either way it go, if he got something to need done, he gonna call me. I don't give a damn what it is. It don't. I don't give a damn what I got on. I can have on a whole skirt, dress, heels. He will ask me to come move some furniture, move some trees, clean up some shit. That was my daddy. The homie back then used to tell him, hey, you know she a girl, right? <laughs> like, all the time. All the fucking time. But, uh, damn. <laughs> that just fucked me up a little bit. It's to the point now that even my mom will do it. I love my mom to death. But I am I'm tired of being the one everybody depends on. And can call because I'm always so available, I guess. I don't know. I honestly don't know the reason why I do. It could be because I am so dependable. But I'm tired. You know? It's just me. Taking care of my kids. Taking care of my responsibilities. You know? Making all the major decisions and moves and plans and missing out on shit and, you know, being an adult. That's life. We all facing the shit. But or my mom will call me before she called her own son or son-in-law's. 
I'm literally the only single child she has. All my other siblings are either married or in a relationship, long-term relationship. Me, it's just me. So, I don't know. Maybe she just feels like I'm just always available. Um... I try to think of things from her perspective because maybe she's just like, shoot, it's just her, and then it's just me. So it's just us. Could be. But I'm trying to come into my femininity, and it flows into dealing with men when men do attempt to approach me or even say soft things to me I don't even know how to react or it can be in a hard way because I'm always handled differently by everybody so it's I don't know I don't know I'm still trying to figure this shit out Everybody I look at seems like they have themselves figured out, you know? It's like they know who they are or what they want to be or what they're going to be or trying to be. Shit, I'm just out here like, let me get to work. Let me get to work. <laughs> Let me pay these bills. And come on. And just say fuck it. I'm at work. I'm at home. I'm put up. All the way put up. In the house. And. That's it. I don't try to think no further than that. Because. <laughs> it never works out that great. It's too much. Yeah, so I don't know. It's hard. So I'm I'm trying to surround myself with more feminine individuals, more feminine women. It it helps, but I I I, I do I want to be handled differently, and I do notice that the feminine women that I do surround myself with can see that. They can see that other side of me. They can see things that I think are there. And they kind of just validate it. And I'm like, okay. Because everybody else that's been around, they see the same old V. Same old But showing my age. But I went boys to do that little dance. He was a bobblehead shit. He was doing Lord, y'all. And it's ruthless. But I'm gonna need him not because uh if that was the move he was supposed to be trying to do, he ought to be shaming himself. <clears throat> I know I went way off track, but that shit was hilarious. 
So, <clears throat> I just want to get back to the things that brought me um, some type of peace or joy or um, pleasure. Um, and, and try to flow with it and see where it takes me because I'm feeling like it's coming. It's coming. I'm not going to rush it. I feel like my time is slowly coming. And then, and, and then I'm sick of this single shit. I ain't gonna lie to you. I see all these beautiful couples out here and everybody being happy and doing things for each other. And trust me, I'm not hating at all. I absolutely love it. I'm just trying to be like y'all. Like, on Gag, on Big Gag. Because I would love to show my love and appreciation for somebody. Because that's just what I do. I, I show that shit. I may not say it, but I'm definitely going to show it. So. Words. Words don't whole much weight or value with me <clears throat> because people don't know how to communicate. Now, if I can see that you know how to communicate, I can definitely, you know, take what you say to heart. But if your actions don't match up with your words, it still ain't gonna fucking matter to me. I'm just saying. So, I mean, it's good to do this podcast. It's you know, like I said, it's like a mini therapy session for me. Tap out of 30 minutes and it's free. And, you know, I get to let the people listen to me and maybe y'all dealing with the same shit. And maybe y'all just don't, you know, feel like you're the only ones out there. You ain't. You can find some people to talk to or you can do this shit like this. Like I got like. I got the homie. I got the homie. She know who she is. That's my boo-boo, my big dog. Uh, definitely had a good combo tonight. So, even if it's the one, if you got that one good one, baby, lay it out. Because you know, you know, they forever got your back. But, um... I guess this is it for me. It's getting late. I got doctor's appointment in the morning and work tomorrow. You know, doing the adulting things. So, so um, I am trying to get better with this because, you know, I'm bitch back at one job. So, I'm going to have some time to do what I, to complete. Continue doing what I started, y'all, because I got a problem with uh, being consistent and, and sticking with shit, and I'm working on it. <clears throat> Self-reflection. Okay. So, I'm out. It's Vita Realis. It's been very, very real. And, um, be easy, be breezy. Color girl. <laughs> Weirdo.